Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. The title of the message I bring today is Living Blessed. Living Blessed. If one sees a church that is rich, the reason for the wealth of that church can be traced to its ability to give. The ability of a church to give will determine the health and the wealth of that church. Therefore, a blessed church is a church that has learned how to give. In the book of Acts chapter 4, after the Holy Spirit was poured out onto the apostles and the disciples, the Bible says from verse 32 to the end of the verse that in paraphrasing, people were just bringing what they had and they were sharing it among themselves. So there was no needy people among them. People sold houses, people sold land, and they brought it. They did not only bring their substance, they, they brought their all. Literally, it was as though they stayed at the places of worship because there was an eagerness, a hunger for more of God and a willingness to serve God in any way. That kind of church never lacks. Its people never need. And when we see a church as I'm describing, which happened right after the Holy Spirit was poured out, when we see a church like that, that church is just exhibiting who God is. It is the nature of God to give. So, in creation, God forethought about somebody he will create like himself which is man and before a man will be created God created everything that a man will need light, water land to carry us, food to eat, everything was planned interestingly None of the things God created did he keep for himself. But the Bible says when he created man, he gave everything to man. Therefore, if you are hearing the sound of my voice this morning, since I'm speaking in church and you are in church, 
of course that automatically doesn't qualify you to be a daughter or a son of God but at least you have come and it means that there is a test and there is a hunger in your heart to know God but for most of us the question will be do we believe that we are made in the image of God do we truly believe that we are children of God if you are children of God then we are like our father are we truly like our father if we are like our father then we must exhibit his character in every way so the first character we see about God is he is a giver and as we continue I want to quickly establish that we give not because we want to receive anything from God when God created all things and gave to man nowhere did he say produce fruits and come and give to me he didn't say that so this notion that we give to get is like saying we went to stake lotto so when you stake lottery then you look forward to breaking the jackpot no we give number one because we are a blessed people you are blessed and it's out of your blessing because the bible says in genesis chapter 1 and verse 28 he blessed them so your giving does not make you more blessed than when you did not give he blessed them when he gave them all things and said continue to multiply be fruitful multiply take dominion it's out of his blessings it is because we are blessed that we give there's a young man in church who we heard a complaint about that he used to take people's things still god gave me the wisdom and one day he was very young then one day I met with him and I said it just came to me and I said rich people don't steal you are a rich man isn't it he said yes rich people give by the grace of God I have heard the testimony he doesn't do it anymore hallelujah so we give because we are blessed and number two we give as a sign of gratitude gratitude we are grateful for the blessing we have received however though we do not give to get Acts chapter 20 and verse 35 the Bible says in everything I did I showed you that by this kind of hard work we must help the weak remembering the words of the lord jesus christ himself it is 
more blessed to give than to receive. It's like an oxymoron. We don't give to receive. And yet God said, it's more blessed when we give than when we receive. So it denotes that there is a blessing that comes with giving. But our motivation for giving must not be because we will receive something. Remember, nobody harvests who has not sown anything. If you did not sow seed, how can you look forward to harvesting? Unless you are going to steal from somebody's farm. In Genesis chapter 8 and I believe verse 22. When God was telling Noah that seed time and harvest time shall never cease. That statement preceded Noah bringing offering to God. Remember Noah went to the ark with pairs of animals. Two each. Unless by that time they have already started producing, it, mean, it meant that Noah was sacrificing some of the animals. I want to believe probably they started producing already. And so Noah will look at some of the young and carry them and make a burnt offering sacrifice to God. So God pronounced his blessings upon the offering Noah made. That because you sow seeds, your harvest time shall never cease. Let's open our Bibles, please, to Acts chapter 10. I'd like to take, I was going to dwell on verse 2 alone, but let me take one. It says, at Caesarea, Caesarea is a place, so it's a town. So you can put your own town there and put your own name there. If the description of the name we are looking at, you look like that description, then your name can go there. It says, at Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as the Italian regiment. He and all his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. Verse 2. He and his, all his house or all his family were devout. Devout means they were devoted, they were committed, they were faithful, they were loyal. They, are not, they were not people who say one thing and do the other thing. The man had integrity before God, before his family, before his neighbors. So people knew him that um, he was a man of integrity. He's not the Christian who you wonder. Even the people in the world are better than the church people. 
that is not the description the Bible gives. So number one, Cornelius was devout. Number two, he was God-fearing. God himself testifies about Cornelius that he fears God. Who is one who fears God? One who fears God is one who loves the word of God and is committed to do the word of God irrespective of what is happening in their lives. When times are hard, they love God enough and they revere him, they honor him, they cherish him. They rather go through what they are going through than change their goalposts when times are hard. When times are hard, they do not turn their backs on God. They fear God. When the Holy Spirit came, among many things, the disciples and the apostles were persecuted. Some of them were sought. Some of them had their heads cut off. Some of them were burned. Some of them were crucified upside down. Women were killed like that. When you do a research, you'll find women who were also killed because they stood for what they believe. They honor God. God was, God was, put your own words there. God was their all in all. God was their most treasured possession. They were not ready to lose what is more valuable to what is valueless. They were ready to suffer for the cause. Can that be said about me? Can I do that? Can you do that? When we read these things and you see them still following the Jesus who you and I would think, but where is God when it hurts? But if there is God, where is him when I have prayed to him and he has said, call on me and I will answer you and I will show you great and unsearchable things. Is he dead or is he a liar? So, if he is not answering and the other gods, people worship other things and they are prospering, they are flourishing, they are doing well. Why don't I go try them and just look like a Christian on Sunday? May I submit to us that just as putting your rubbish bin into a garage where you normally will park your car maybe some of you don't have garages but you park your car somewhere when you put your rubbish bin there for one year it will never turn into a car or will it? it will not When you take pieces of paper 
and you put into your wallet it doesn't matter what you do it can never the wallet will never turn it into money so just the fact that we go to church or we have a christian name will not make us christians will not make us children of god will not make us have the description of their god fearing god fearing is come what may and so i pray for myself that god when i preach these things study these things read these things can i give me grace to stand i think that will be your prayer too and if you have not started praying it yet what a good day to set your heart and said am i truly devoted to god am i a god-fearing person god-fearing not because i think god is this military man who will come with a gun when i do wrong and he will shoot me god-fearing not because I think God is this general who will bring whip and whip me because no, he's too gracious. God fearing because God loves us. God fearing because God cares for us. God fearing because it doesn't matter how long we think he's taking, he's working together for you. He's working all your pain, all your tears, your disappointments, your weaknesses. He's putting all together. I was talking to someone during the week. And there was a, something I read by Coritain Boom. And just a little line in it. Coritain Boom. I heard some of you say, who is that? But she was a Dutch woman who was carried and put in the concentration camp because she was trying she and her sister Betty and their father were trying to hide some of the Jewish people during the Nazi regime and of Hitler's regime the gospel people were being killed and they were trying to hide some of them so eventually they were carried into the camps and Betty died in the camp they loved each other so much but Corey lived she lived to be very old i think close to a hundred years old and after all the painful torture they went through curry will write and say when a master weaver is weaving and you are standing there and we all being Ghanaians, we can understand what i'm trying to describe as she said it when you go to Butterland, they are weaving kente when you go to ashanti region they are weaving kente different types of kente when a master weaver is with you and you are standing there you see the bad side of what the weaver is weaving you don't see the fine side so you wonder what are they doing it's not nice it's like rag but when the master weaver finishes and they cut off the bad side and turn the right side then you have a fine kente a beautiful kente for some of you, God is weaving you. God is weaving me. He's weaving me. He's weaving us. And it doesn't look nice. It's ugly. 
but would we continue to love him and serve him and, 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 and follow him and worship him from the depth of our hearts? The heart which he alone sees. He alone sees. And maybe you are looking at your life and you are seeing a mess. But God says all things work together for good. And we like to stop there. But it's not for good for the people who go to church. It's for the good of those who love him. Those who love him are those who fear him. They honor him. They cherish him. They worship him. As I've said several times in passing. The question is, where are you? Are you shifting post? Or do you truly fear the Lord? So, you see, we've not started the message, but we must pray. So, I'm stopping on living blessed this first message from living blessed. I'm stopping just on the four things about Cornelius. So, first, he was devout. Two, he feared God. And three, he was generous. Cornelius was generous. Cornelius was a giving person. What did Cornelius give? I believe Cornelius gave anything possible for him to give. So we can see in verse 3, the Bible says one day at 3 p.m. A soldier, but at 3 p.m., the sun was not too hot. He was not too tired. He had no excuse. The Bible says he had a vision. He saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius, is your name known in heaven? Is my name known? Can it be Alberta? And God shocked me and said, hey, Alberta. And I'll say, who is that? Can he say that about you? Cornelius. Cornelius stared in fear. What is it, Lord? What is it, Lord? The angel answered, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial before God. So Cornelius was generous in everything he did. When it came to spirituality, he gave himself to it all. When it came to substance, he stretched himself. He was generous. And the Bible says he prayed to God, not sometimes, not when the pastor calls for a 21 days fast. And when it's not raining, you'll be at the prayer. When it's not too hot, you'll come. When it's not too dark, you'll be there. When you are not too tired, you'll be there. When the excuses. No, 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 no. Regularly, constantly, without any excuse. A soldier is a hard-working person. But he's not too tired, or he was not too tired. Cornelius. Living blessed. Coming week, by the grace of God, is going to be very interesting. Teaching 
is the way to have the blessed life and is the teaching you receive and you keep in your heart god bless you for listening to this message make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week until next time remember jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.